It is the Frank and Friends Show. Hi, I'm Frank Murphy. I'm Catherine Frady. Hello, Catherine. Hey. Oh, look at you, lizard's lady. <laughs> yeah, birthday present from James. Oh, nice. You know, he thought I needed more snakeskin. So this is new snakeskin. New snakeskin. Does it match the boots? It matches the shoe- shoes I oh, have the on. shoes. Yeah. Oh, look at you. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, you. She's, I'm not going to look at her feet again this episode because <laughs> we did that last time. Um, we are delighted that you are watching, listening, sharing, subscribing. Oh, i got to move the, butt, the bell and closer to Catherine. And smashing that button. There you go. Uh, when you subscribe to our YouTube channel, we do appreciate that so, so much um, because we're trying to, you know, in honor of Catherine. Yeah, I mean, her birthday was this past week. That's right. Um, we're trying to boost the number of YouTube subscribers. And um, so far, so good, you know? Yeah. We, we, we've been plugging the show on uh, Channel 6. We've been doing everything we can to hype it up. But it's mainly you guys who hit the subscribe button instead of just watching it through Facebook, uh, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And you can also help us by going to our website and buying some merchandise at frankenfriendshow.com backslash store. You know, for your birthday, I put a 20% discount I know, on everything. the Frady code. And I decided to leave it up until, at least, it's up till the end of today. Oh, okay, nice. Because so I, I it was easier to just make it go through the end of March. Nice. And if I'm feeling generous, I might extend it to tomorrow. But well, that's great. I, out of just sheer frustration on my part. <laughs> I found it easier to just have it run through the end of the month. Uh, so that's so technically you could still go today, March 31st, and uh, get the 20% discount on things with our logo on it, like mugs and bucket hats. Cell and phone cases. Cell phone cases and t-shirts. Glasses, nice things. All the things. Use all the, the things. code Frady. Yeah. Okay, so your birthday was on Tuesday. You've got a beautiful snakeskin thing, which yes. I have to admit, when you walked in, I thought, well, that is so very her. I, I'm not sure if it's new or not, but it's it's lovely. Congratulations! Thank you. I also got this fantastic birthday card. Oh wow! I didn't know that you were friends with the president. You know, you so. got a you know. I guess when you uh, when you reach a certain age, they start sending you birthday cards. Is that's like Willard Scott used to mention you on TV when? I know they do that in England too. Like when you get to a hundred, you get a birthday card from the Queen. I had heard that. Maybe yeah. that's maybe that's what I'm the wrong reference that I'm making. Yeah. Because what would the president care? <laughs> I know that would be a lot. So what did he say? You know, this is from my mother, actually. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> your mother is not even American. But so write to your mother and say, how dare you? She, Send your mother a picture of, of the Canadian White House or some other country. She would be very upset that you called her not American. What she is she? She became an American citizen. You never told me. I yeah, she was when still... I was in high school. Okay, then I take yeah. it back, Mrs. Catherine Frady's mom, because she I... She worked very hard for that American citizenship. Well, then I... I applaud you. She had a green card all the, when we were growing up. I thought she was like time. my friend Bean's mother who stayed British. Oh, no. She she had a green card. We used to call her, uh, my mom, the alien. <laughs> <laughs> so my younger brother introduced her whenever she came to class. Well, you know? be fair Because she'd be bringing, well, she'd be also doing like some sort of, you scones. know, scones and like doing something British for really whatever the in. class was, right? She'd only walk on the left side of the room. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's where she drove, too. It was really scary. <laughs> So we used to call her our mom, the alien, but she became a British, uh, right. American Right, she'd insist on singing God Save the Queen to the tune of My Country, Tis of Thee. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All those things. <laughs> oh, she worked very hard and decided she well, wanted to become an American citizen. I, I don't even citizen. know your mom's name. Is she how little I know about your mom? Wow. Mrs. Frady is all I got. Sandra. Sandra. Oh, I okay, I could have written well, off the, that's of not, the letter. She didn't, well, she doesn't <laughs> sign her card to me, Sandra. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. Um, okay, cool. I didn't know. 
she says, so I'm like, okay, this is an interesting birthday card. You know, thanks, March parents. is going out like you a know. lion, and I'm getting eaten alive over here <laughs> for my stupidity. <laughs> so, dear Catherine. I know this doesn't look like a birthday card, but, but I'm just prophesizing that it could be your home in the future. Oh, you're going to be president. I was like, oh, she must have seen our Beyond the Lens photo. Very nice. Well, she expects you to be president, or uh, she expects the U.S. government to somehow sell the White House. Uh, <laughs> to me, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, when they run out of money, they'll just sell you know? it. You know, yeah. you, sell, you sell some of the real estate holdings, and you yeah. can just buy it. I can just buy it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought she saw our photo from Beyond the Lens when I was pretending to be the president. That, of course, that was a great photo. We can yeah. show that again. Yeah. Because you looked uh, super presidential, and I looked <laughs> probably as confused as I am right now. That's good. Well, you well, got some cards, I, too. Part of the reason I'm confused is I got uh, a letter in the mail, and I cannot explain why on, on God's green earth I'm getting letters from Opera America addressed to me, Let me see. at my correct address, huh. Dear Mr. Murphy. Oh, wow. I am writing to extend my congratulations and welcome you to Opera America. Look at this. I am not in Opera America. In October, after careful Look review by members of our board of directors, Marble City Opera, which is you, not me, was approved as the newest professional company member of Opera America, one of only 180 in the country. So now they go That's on amazing. to refer to me as a trustee. As a trustee, you can help your company get the most out of your membership by encouraging your staff to participate in conferences, forums, and webinars. Catherine, you're already doing all of these things. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. First of all, why did you give Opera America my address? First of all, I did not. So so why did Brandy Gibson give Opera America <laughs> my address? That's another question. I, don't, I mean, but... Because I mean, you're a trustee. You uh, what's care a tr- about... What is a trustee? You care about Marble City Opera and its well-being, its financial security, and continuing okay, to, like... Cause Maybe I was, I was just, opera. I was just going through some, uh, you know, last wills and testaments and trust deeds and blah, 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 blah. And I was thinking in other situations how I'm definitely not a trustee or so I learned. But this is, so this is significant. How did I get to this? This is great. A- I'm going to keep this though. Thanks. I mean, I didn't get one of these fancy letters from right, opera, the, with the Opera America logo well, take, and take everything that thing, talks then. about take, Marble take City it all. Opera. Take, take, here's, the only, here's the next part. You know, here's the quick fancy. guide for trustees. No oh, good. You're already going to Minneapolis for this one, right? Yeah, okay. I'm already doing all that. So they just wanted you to know that I was doing it. Actually, did, they're they're paying for it this time. Opera America. Yeah, I'm going for free. I am curious if you know they think that because we do a podcast together that I'm somehow. Um, <laughs> Never can tell. It's because I'm on the board. It's because you're on the board. Okay. Absolutely. All right. Yeah. So we must have given them the board member list at some point. You must have. I mean, because otherwise they just hunted you all down. <laughs> That's cool, too. <laughs> I mean, I'm all for that. I, uh... <laughs> so you didn't know. I really didn't. I, it had to be you. I'm thinking, why did you put me on the It doesn't mean list? I didn't do it. It just means I didn't remember. Oh, okay. But all I, right. Fair I, enough. I feel like maybe Brandon Gibson did that. Well, uh, then all of the other board members should be getting the similar the letter. Way. Yeah. It just they're not as freaking out the way I am. I hope they are, because it's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you see that you're a trustee, I'm thinking, 
They're going to want money. But also, I, I kept reading the thing asking, well, "They're going to want money from me." I, I don't. I, but it doesn't ask for money anywhere. It doesn't ask for they're money. They're just like, "This is very cool." Yet, you got yet, a letter. A, this is a setup. That is true. It's probably a setup. However, it's cool that like you got um, a letter about our little opera company in Knoxville. Only one of only one hundred eighty nationwide. Yeah. Well, do you think they signed it for real, or is that just? Is that well? Let me see. I can't tell. Who signed it? Is it Mark Squarka? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they could just print that off, right? Yeah, it's very nice, though. All right. Well, good for him. Yeah. All right. It's pretty cool. <sighs> I'm just saying. Well, I have, a, I have another question to ask you about, but I'm, I'm, I'm a little anxious. I don't even know if I should, say, if I should ask you about this now, because I'm already, I'm already off, because I didn't know your mom's name. I thought your mom was, uh, I didn't know your mom was American. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> well, last time we discovered that I keep a lot of secrets. So. I didn't know that <laughs> how I got on the Opera America mailing list with zero qualifications. You don't need qualifications know. except supporting opera. All right. Okay. All and right. and what's the last one? You're now you're. Well, uh, mainly I'm supporting you. I mean, because uh, you've hey, got. Yeah. What we'll do is we'll plug your thing, and I'll do this after the after the commercial. You um, you've got the Copper Queen coming up, and I, I show I shared the uh, the event. You sent me the event on Facebook, so I clicked going. Nice. Thank and you. And for a change of pace, I went ahead and. Um, chose a performance early and said we're going to opening night. Oh, you already responded? Well, because you're in this one. That's good. I figured I should go on opening night because, I mean, this. I understand, I think I understand the proper politics here. When your podcast partner stars in a production, (laughs) you go on opening night, period, the end. (laughs) Works for me. Right? That would be proper protocol. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Plus, Jerry said that way we can go out of town for the weekend if Megan has the baby. There you go. <laughs> Get it out of the way. Make sure you've seen it. Go to your show on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> then take off for the rest of the weekend. And depending on uh, when Megan has her, has her baby, it'll be maybe that weekend. Yeah, well, that's exciting. So that is exciting. All right. Um, what, we're talking about, um, I think, Bone Zones on this episode, right? Okay. Which um, has so many exciting things happening and coming up. Including this, finally we got it all straightened out for the Children's Museum of Oak Ridge. Right. And at bonezones.com, don't forget the S, you can get the full Dr. Bass schedule, uh, including buying the merchandise. But the event that we've got coming up is a fundraiser for the Children's Museum of Oak Ridge. So they keep the proceeds and... uh, It's a great opportunity to hear Dr. Bass talk about the goriest of gory. Isn't this one where somebody like explodes and it's yeah, like drawn it's the, out all across the yeah it's the, the, yard. the illegal fireworks factory? I think it's Benton, Tennessee. It happened 39 years ago, and they was disguised as a bait farm in the middle of nowhere. And then one day there's a huge explosion at the bait farm because it turns out that somebody made a mistake mixing the explosives for these illegal fireworks, and they blew them. <laughs> they blew each other. Up, they blew themselves to up. pieces. Yeah, that's horrible. Yeah, so they yeah. died. It was sad. Yeah. But that's why Dr. Bass gets involved. He doesn't get involved unless somebody dies. That's his thing. Yeah, he doesn't get involved for, like, happy scenarios. No, yeah. no, no, no. If, yeah. somebody, if you've lost your dog and the dog comes back, Dr. Bass doesn't... He's he, not going to be there. No. Yeah, he's not yeah. involved in that, generally speaking. I mean, he's, he'll be happy for you. Right. But yeah. <laughs> well, I need to make sure that my friend from high school knows about it. Yes, April 23rd at the Children's Museum of Oak Ridge. Uh, the tickets are $125, and that is the VIP package. So it includes you getting to one-on-one meet Dr. Bass, take a photo, take a selfie, whatever. Um, and you'll get a goodie bag, 
with you know the logo of the event, a, a commemorative goodie bag. It'll have a Frank and Friends show magnet yes. in there. That's fantastic. It'll have some Sam Venable books. It'll have some uh, a gift certificate to or tickets, I guess, actually for the Children's Museum of Oak Ridge to go back another day because this event happens outside of museum hours. It's not for the little kids. It's for grown-ups who want to see all this stuff and uh, meet Dr. Bass. They'll have a food truck there. So April 23rd is the date. It's a Saturday. It's in Oak Ridge. And I hope your friend does come. And I hope yeah. you'll go to uh, childrensmuseumofoakridge.org is the easiest way to buy the tickets. But, of course, as always, for all Dr. Bass events, bonezones.com. Don't forget the S has the link. That's right. Yeah, well, that's exciting. You know, the reason I got never started with Dr. Bass is because I've interviewed him so many times. So I would have to say... That I've interviewed you and he are pretty neck and neck. He might I might have interviewed him more because he had one book every year for like ten years, right? And you've I, known him longer. I've known him twenty years, and I've known yeah. you five, right? But, so you'd think, but you made up a you made up a lot of time, Freddie. You know, you <laughs> get me on the <laughs> television and radio. I'm here for you. <laughs> well, what I'm saying is that um, you know he would have one book every year or right. every eighteen months. Then I'm you, doing like three events a year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you were dropping yeah. by, or Brandon Gibson was saying, "Hey, can you come on over to rehearsal and talk to some people?" Yeah, exactly. And, and I was then you excited. got on the board, and I made you do behind the scenes episodes. That yeah. was uh, that was one of my favorite things, though. The Tosca. They, they, did not have to twist my arm to do that. That was fun. That was a that was an easy one. We should maybe do another behind the scenes for the Copper Queen. Maybe we can get some ghost stories going. Yeah, I, mean, I think it'd be interesting to show how you're going to do the ghostly effects. Yeah. For example, I have no yeah. idea. I mean, I'm, me I'm a, I mean, I would have been. Who's <laughs> 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 who's directing? Jonathan De Los Santos, who's actually the librettist, so he wrote the script. So he can make up the, he can figure out how to do the spooky stuff. Yeah, um, we haven't gotten that far yet. I know he has some ideas. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> well, you're doing it at Flying Anvil Theater, so you can ask around. You've got a great network of people you I could do. talk to and yes. say, hey, uh, how do I make myself look ghosty? <laughs> well, I only appear as a ghost one time, actually, because uh-huh. it goes between 1910 and 2020. And I'm guessing that you're the ghost in 2020. Yes. Right. Yes. Okay, and you're alive. I'm in alive in 1910. Yeah. Okay, and you play Julia Lowell, Lowell, Lowell. Lowell. I did look it up. It's Lowell. Julia Lowell. Mm-hmm. All right. Like the Lowell Observatory, is she related to that? I have no idea. You just blew my mind, because guess where that is? Is it in Bisbee? No, but where I don't know. It? It's in Arizona somewhere, it's in Arizona? isn't it? Isn't it in Arizona? Yeah. Or maybe it's in New Mexico. Never mind. It doesn't matter. I follow them on Twitter. Flagstaff, Arizona. Oh, could be. Dun dun dun! <laughs> Where's our hamster? <laughs> well, hamster. that's where uh, Clyde Tombaugh discovered Pluto, I think. Oh, cool! Which is why my friend Bean uses Clyde Tombaugh as his handle on Twitter. Oh, nice! He's crazy about that. That's cool. I like it. So that would be wild if your Julia Lowell is a, is related to the Observatory Lowell. That would be cool. Oh my gosh! I All think right. you're delaying telling us about this. All right. Yeah. I mean, you keep. I mean, okay. You know, I really want to know. All right. So What's coming up, now? coming up in April, we're going to be recording more episodes of the show up close with Frank Murphy. With Frank Murphy <laughs> for uh, East Tennessee PBS, and you. I of do course, have to mention that, that my were... family thinks it's really cool that I was on PBS. My older brother said to me that last week when we were on the phone, he was like. You know, I see you. I, I see you getting on PBS and doing all these things. Did they watch it? They watched it, yeah. Because you were episode one. Yeah. It says right there, episode number one, season one, episode one, Up Close with Catherine Frady, which is the title of the episode. Yeah, it says it's with me and not you. Right. 
Well, we talked about that. The guy's like, I don't have room to type up close with Frank Murphy. Guest and, guest, yeah. yeah, with uh, interviewing Catherine Freddy. I'm like, just put up close with Catherine Freddy. She'll be okay with it. Makes sense, because it's about me and yeah. it's not about you. The yeah. episode is about you. The series right. is called this. The episode is called that. Makes right. total sense. Yeah. So um, I'm booking now guests for the next season or next series of shows. You know, we've got t- I've recorded a total of 10. So here I am, some big expert, like a TV. 10 shows I've gotten done. Now we're going to do the next six. Series. Okay, good. So I don't even know if they'll count as you know, season one, season two. It doesn't even matter. Mm-hmm. But we're going to film them in April, just like we did with mm-hmm. you a year ago. And um, so I've invited a few people that I know. Uh, Silk Cozart who is a local actor. I'm excited about him. There's a YouTube chef named Adam Ragusia. Ooh, fun. Who my son uh, told me about. And then um, also I'm, I've reached out to Scott West and Jane Morgan of Flying Anvil Theater. Nice. So some of these may fall through. Right. But uh, one of the ones that's definitely confirmed is from an author whom I met at the Rose Glen Literary Festival. And... I, being cheap, didn't buy the book <laughs> at the time. And then, but we had a conversation. We ended up sitting next to each other at the luncheon because I'm the MC and she's the keynote speaker. And generally speaking, that's how the seating arrangement goes. You know, you put right. the, the keynote speaker with their back to the stage at the close table uh, so they can go straight to get to the stairs. And then right. you put the MC basically also. With, so imagine that you and you're the keynote speaker i'm the mc here's the steps to the stage can i even give you a chair as the mc for no i had to go sit in that closet and hide when i needed to rest my legs Mm. that's when you didn't see more appropriate when you didn't put you in the closet (laughs) rather than to give you a nice table to sit at you didn't (laughs) (laughs) i think we ended up squatting at the uh Somebody, Julia, what's her name? Pamela Schoenfeld. But like way in the back. Yeah. Yeah. So I did not, I did not do anything so nice. Okay. I, well, I can teach you. I'll, I can I'll teach ma- you. I'll make notes. But normally at a luncheon, you, it's the, it's the front, it's so far front that it's actually a bad seat because you can't see the stage right. very well. It's obstructed right. view, but it's got easy access to the stairs to the stage. So she's sitting there, I'm sitting here and we converse as I want to do. Yeah, that's good. And then I thought, well, I need guests for this PBS show. I'll write to this lady. Her name's Renee Winchester. I'll write to her and say, hey, Renee, you want to be on the show? But uh, I need you to send me a, I need a review copy of the book. So I said, could you have your publisher, and I know how to do this because I've done it before. Could you have your publisher send me maybe a PDF or an ebook? They have, oh, yeah, they that have, makes sense. There are certain services that one of them is called Edelweiss. And it provides ebooks for reviewers. That makes complete sense because you don't want to send out like a full copy. Right. And she every said time. she would send yeah. me the hard hardcover book or the hard book, rather paperback. So she wanted my home address. Nice. So here it is. It's outbound train. As you can see, I'm about a little more than halfway through reading it. Nice. And I have to. I still have two or three weeks before I interview her. Um, so I'll, I'll easily have it finished by then, and it's very good. Is it? Is it fiction or nonfiction? Yeah. This is her first novel. Okay. And it's autographed on the inside. Very nice. You know, autographed nice. and dated. And That's then great. with it was... A little card. This card. Mm-hmm. And this is the part now, having interviewed you more than anyone... I've never written you a card. <laughs> well, I haven't interviewed her yet. I'm just saying, I mean, I put you... I didn't give you a chair. I didn't send you a card. Well, 
That's true. You did I'm technically. Terrible. You did technically ask me if you could be on the podcast. I'm terrible. Yeah. You did technically say, you know, I think I should be your podcast co-host. I don't think it's exactly how I said it. I'm pretty sure it was something like that. That's also how you I know, got James Marvel. So, <laughs> you know, I think you and I should do a show together. Is what I recall you saying. That's you know, I mean, well, you were right. That's so the way just, I get everything in life. Yeah, you were right. I Brady. just tell people. Don't don't stress over it. I mean, I'm happy for it. I mean, I'm going to miss you when you're gone next month. I'm going to. Yeah. Well. That's what I do to people. <laughs> I mean, gone as in uh, away, but coming back, not yeah. permanently gone. Okay. Okay. So, can I read this? I, I hope so. If it if it's too, if you think not, I'm asking your opinion first. As my friend, are you my friend? Yes, you're my friend. <laughs> Apparently, I'm your only friend, according to Tal. Talish Atara, Channel Six. Um, so, if, if do you think it's okay to read this on the show? I think it is. Because it's a little, it's, I mean, it's, yeah, okay. it's fine. All right. Here's to the beginning of a new, tightly woven friendship. That's very nice. Keep reading beyond chapter one. Remember, without a little darkness, we cannot enjoy the beauty of the light. That's beautiful. Isn't it? She's yeah. a writer, so you would well, imagine. you would hope. You would hope that nice. it would be beautiful. Yeah. Um, and it's, so it is a lovely card and her lovely handwriting and all of the things. Um, and it's set in Bryson City, North Carolina, on the wrong side of the tracks, hence the reference to the outbound train, mm. which, you know, affects everyone. It's their alarm clock. Uh, in times of depression, people think about, you know, maybe jumping in front of the train. I hope not. In chapter one, there's darkness in chapter Which one. Which is why chapter, you got to get past chapter yes, one. Yes, there's darkness. Because you want to make sure that they don't jump in front of the train. Right. There's a violent crime in chapter one that oh sets up. But all of that, that happens in 1960, and then it jumps ahead to okay. 1976. Okay. And you have to understand that the violence of 1960 in this particular family caused the situation, the circumstances that, that happen. happen later. So you have to know it. Right. So I understood that. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to power through chapter one. Here we go. <laughs> and I made it. I made it. Good. I made it through the other side. You were outbound. You were on the outbound train. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> so, all right. Anything else you got before we, uh, before we wrap this one? You know, I think that the... The main thing I want to tell you about is the uh, meeting owl. The what? Meeting owl. The meeting owl? Yeah. Is this like a superb owl? I didn't actually meet owl, but... You know, they used to call me Mr. Owl back in the olden days. Oh, well, maybe I did meet Mr. Owl. <laughs> I'll explain that if, if you want, but tell yeah, me tell what... It. Okay. Well, all right, so I was kind of a know-it-all. Surprise. When I worked at uh, shocked at uh, KLOS, I, I mean, and I used to write the trivia questions for the game show that we would do every day, mm-hmm. and everyone hated me for it. The name of the game was "You Can't Win," and the prize packages were worth like ten thousand dollars. And nice. in order to do it, you had to answer five extraordinarily difficult questions. questions. And this is in the mid '90s, so it's very hard to research these online at that point. You know, I would have to go into books and things and find these answers. And they all had, and they were all things you thought you knew, but you didn't. Right. Like, I mean, something like um, one of the questions, easier questions was, in according to the Bible, how many wise men visited? Right, because you think it's going to be three, but it's clearly not going to be. It's unknown. It doesn't say. Yeah, it doesn't, it just mentions the three gifts. It doesn't mention... The right. number of magi. So things like that. Right. You know, tricky questions. Yeah. And even more difficult ones. And I just, so they hated me. 
they all hated me because and they called me Mr. Owl and I had a theme song. He, you know, he knows everything about fast food and Elvis. He knows. They had a theme song. That's amazing. This well, it. a guy who listened to the show um, was is a um, commercial jingle producer. Okay, and he thought it was funny that you know they called me Mr. Owl, or in uh, Mark and Brian's Mark specifically Southern accent, Mr. Al. <laughs> we need a theme song. Yeah. Anyone out there writing jingles for the Frank we, and Friends show? Wait Tim a Coleman. Second. Wait a second. <laughs> Tim, oh, Tim Coleman did say he was going to make this one. Um, you're a you know composers. I do. By the way, that costs money. Yeah. Well, and do we want like an opera? No, I want one that sounds exactly. like a cartoon. Exactly. So it's different. Which is what the yeah. Mr. Owl song sounds like. It sounds like a cartoon theme song. That's good. Well, this is nothing like any of those things that you just described. I should this... probably play it for you. I mean, if you want, I can th- if I can find it. Yeah, if you can find it, um, I want to hear Steve it. Steve Barden. But this meeting, Al, was the coolest thing I've ever seen. We were having a we were having a meeting, mm-hmm. and some people were on Zoom, and other people were in person. And this was a device that's like a tall little tower, and it has a camera at the top of it. Yeah. And it you plug it into your Zoom and your computer, and it shows all of the people who are on Zoom the people in the room. Like when they're talking, so like oh, well, the person talking. So it's the opposite. Of, I mean, wait a second. It's Zoom. Okay, because on Zoom, the person who's talking lights up. Right. But it, when we have ten more people in the room, yes, it's, it's just a jumble. It's, it's just a jumble for the people who are online. So this allows the people online to feel more like they're in the room. It also magnifies like their voice when they want to talk. So all of a sudden, you can hear all of the people who need to say something who are online. Oh. Isn't that cool? Yeah, because that was a problem in the last meeting yes. where um, Brandon Gibson had to text someone in right. the physical I room say something. to tell us that he was trying to get our attention on the Zoom because right. no one was looking. Right. <gasps> so I really want to own one of these for Marble City Opera meetings. So do you think, do you think I can just go ahead and purchase it? Oh, because I'm a trustee? Mm-hmm. How much does it cost? Do you think I can just go ahead and purchase it? Oh, I, I'm supposed to say yes. <laughs> I have a feeling. Uh, oh, take two on that. Why, uh, yes, Catherine. Fantastic. Of course you did. <laughs> yeah, I looked it up. They're they're a thousand dollars. Did you buy it already? I did not. Because that's, okay. that's a lot of money. Because I thought be you local. were saying that you already bought it. No, I didn't. Because that's a lot of money, a thousand dollars. But I'm trying to figure out how I can really convince my trustees that we need this meeting owl <laughs> we don't need it just tell the people on zoom to, to come in come in person come in the person yeah okay, okay. <laughs> i mean a year ago we needed it well we still need it because brandon gibson's not coming in person all right. So Brandon can buy it. How, yes. Okay. But also for that price, we could probably hire Jim Johnson or someone to come in and just do <laughs> a roving Film. camera. Yeah, we could. <laughs> That's and hilarious. Can you that. come to all of our meetings with a live camera, live stream it? Yeah, to, the people. to Brandon. Yes. Okay. So okay. I looked up. Uh, so that all right? So you want me to approve a thousand dollar expense? <laughs> I get, you know they're gonna I gotta I'll get excoriated by the chairman of the board over there. Oh yeah, no, that's fine. He, you think he would approve it? I don't know. Well, he approved it money for you to go to some fancy. Right. Uh, I could not go to that, and we could get a meeting owl. 
No, you should go to Introduction Knoxville. Okay. It's the good. meeting hall is really cool. I'm sure it's cool. <laughs> it's really cool. Anyway. All right. I, I will think of a way that we can... Think um, what we can trade off, you know? No, I'll think of a way that we could just... Um, when it's your turn to talk at the meeting, you have to go stand up in front of the camera and talk to Brandon. Okay. I mean, you could fix it. There's other ways you could fix it. You could put up a podium. And so I hear you volunteering to be the Zoom admin. <laughs> Administrator, or no, no, no. you can sit next to the Zoom on my computer what, what, and make time, sure. How much time in this episode? Have. I think it's time to go, <laughs> Catherine. I think I think the show's over. <laughs> I think we're at twenty-eight minutes. I think it's time to. Oh, it's like, whoa, whoa! Did you feel that? <laughs> there was just an earthquake. Okay, on that note. <laughs> Do you want to hear the Mr. Owl song or not? Because you can. I do. I, I looked do. up Steve Barden's website and look here, waiting on the bottom, at songs he did for radio, which is the You Can't Win theme song. I'd forgotten he'd done that. The Mark and Brian theme song. The Mr. Owl theme song. Nice. But if you look up at the top, you can see that in the 25 years since he did that, he has done show, done songs for ABC, CBS, The CW, NBC. I mean, look at these, look at look at these credits. Annie. Yeah. Animal Plaza. Animal Yeah. And then some of them, Comedy you know, Central. with exactly what it is he made themes for. And he also does commercial production music, which is sort of a generic music that you would license to put behind your That's very cool. commercial. Okay. So the Mr. Owl theme song was um, about me and my, my know-it-all status. So what I'll do is I'll play it for you in the room and then dub it in so everybody can hear it. Great. Okay. All right. Here we go. Ms. Steve Barton, Mr. Owl. <laughs> Who's the cat who knows the stuff that you and I don't? Who will learn about the stuff that you and I won't? He can tell you all about the smells that are foul. Who's the man? What's his name? Who? He's Mr. Owl. Oh, that's cute. Who? Yeah. All right. One more verse. Geography, philosophy, science, and math, too. All about the presidents, Elvis, and fast food. Isn't that lovely? <laughs> it is. That's really cute. I like the who. Yeah, so. Yeah, that's cute. All right, so there you go. Very cute. <clears throat> I don't know if you can find that on Audible, but. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe if you get audibletrial.com backslash Frank and Friends show. Yes. You might be able to find it and download it for yourself. I find I have to ask, uh, when I interview Renee Winchester, I'll have to ask her uh, if her books are going to be audio booked yet. Right. So she's brand new. You know, this is her first uh, novel. She's written nonfiction before this. But all sorts of things that you can find, um, thousands and thousands of audio books, also podcasts, also custom audio entertainment. Our very show is on Audible. You can listen to us right there. Uh, when you use that, that code that you just mentioned... AudibleTrial.com backslash Frank and Friends Show. Um, you're helping support our show because you sign up for 30 days, absolutely free, nothing, no commitment for those 30 days. They'll give you a credit for a download. Make sure you use it. Make sure you actually do the download during those first 30 days because then you keep that forever. Absolutely. Um, regardless of how long you keep the membership. And it is free and you will not receive a letter from Opera America. That's part of it. They say that in the, uh, the sign-up. Do you wish to receive Opera America mailings? Yes or no? Yeah. No. You don't. I think it's you, do you not. automatically opt in out of yeah. that. Um, and then <laughs> the cool thing about Audible is you can use it on all your devices, your phone, your Amazon Echo, your 
um, and it fire saves, tablet. Yeah, and it saves your place, you know. So when yeah. you're listening your to it in your car, then you can walk into the house and continue listening to it on your Echo. And Yeah, it's not yeah. just um, Amazon products. Obviously, it works easily on Amazon products because they own both companies. But uh, on your iPhone and stuff, you just get the Audible app. Yeah, it's great. Mm, the end. Yeah. All right, well, that's cool. AudibleTrial.com slash show. Uh, don't forget that because of my own um, lack of skill, the uh, 20% off sale is still going on. <laughs> Use code FRADY, F-R-A-D-Y. At uh, this website. Frankenfriendsshow.com backslash store for 20% off all of our merchandise. We're still celebrating Catherine's birthday because she's got on... Oh, I touched it. I'm sorry. I wanted to touch it so bad, but I didn't mean to touch it. <laughs> <clears throat> I was just trying to do... like. Uh, wow. You know, no hugs, but when I wear the snake skin... <laughs> well, I mean... <laughs> it's leather. Well, kind of. That's fantastic. Yeah. All right. Um, sorry. <laughs> As you can see, I'm like, digress. Red, I'm yeah. like reptiles. I got a, a freeze-dried yeah. reptile That's true. behind me also. Mm-hmm. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for watching, liking, sharing, subscribing on YouTube. Smashing that button. For notifications. And uh, have a good April Fool's Day tomorrow. Don't believe anything. Nothing. Because so much weird stuff has happened in the last two years that I might be more gullible tomorrow. You could tell me. That, oh, yeah. This X happened. You could tell me that they, it was a fist fight at the Oscars. I'd be like, yeah, that's, I might actually believe it. <laughs> right. You know, know. Instead of it being a great April Fool's joke. Absolutely. There you have it. Yeah. Uh, Frank Murphy. <laughs> I'm Catherine Frady. This is the Frank and Friends Show, and we'll talk to you next time.